Blog Talk Radio. Apostle John L. Solomon, the lion among lions in the lion's den. It is my purpose today to bring you strength. Strength from the lion's den is brought to you by Win Radio, We Inspired Network Radio. Listen, and our topic tonight is Right, 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 the pathway of an author. But what I want you to do right now is roar for your strength, roar for your victory, roar for your deliverance, and roar for your prosperity. Let out a roar because you have victory and you are somebody special. Listen, tonight our subject is Right, 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 the pathway of an author. See, many books, many writers, so many topics, and so many misconceptions. Anyone can write a book, right? But what does it take to go beyond writing and become an author? I've met many people who want to tell a story, the story, their story, but don't know exactly what to do or where to start. I believe your story is very important, and someone needs to tell it. If not you, then who? My panelists and I will show you the pathway of an author and what it takes to tell and write your story right. Listen, my first guest is a Macon native who celebrated the release of her 10th book, Kiss and Tail, during the hot summer of 2016. My goodness. Uh, her previous titles include the critically acclaimed Flaws series, Flaws and All, Flawless, Flawlessly, Flawly, Flawfully Wedded Wives, Flawbulous, A Memoir Note to Self, The Diary of a Divorcee, and Georgia Author of the Year, Gaya, Best Fiction Nominated, First Comes Love. My goodness. She was also nominated for a Gaya Award for Flaws and All. This best-selling author is a uh, book club favorite, has earned a spot of several annual Best Book of the Year lists. She is a highly sought-after speaker, moderator, and expert panelist. In addition to being an author, she is a college instructor where she shares her gift of writing and uses it to inspire the next generation of authors. She is also the founder of The Writer's Voice, which assists aspiring writers in their pursuit of getting published. See, her books are distributed nationally at Barnes & Nobles, Walmart, Kroger, and Target. They're also available through online retailers and available for checkout through the Middle Georgia Regional Library System. She's a mother of two, and when she isn't parenting, writing, or working, she can be found reading, dancing, traveling, living life, or empowering her fan, Facebook fan base. The vivacious Shana Burton. Shana, thank you for being here with us tonight. Oh, you know what, John? I didn't even know who you were talking about at first. I was like, ooh, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I was but thank hey, you. Well, that was hey, well, it's, it's all you. <laughs> Listen, my my next guest was born in Miami, the Sunshine State of Florida, and now resides in Tennessee with her husband Jay, aka Superman, who is her marketing director. They have two children, Ellen and Benjamin, were adult children, right? Sandra retired from uh, teaching after 28 years. She taught exceptional education and second grade in Miami, then taught fifth grade language arts in Rutherfordton, North Carolina. Now listen, before we were finding Nemo with Dory and Marlon, Miss Aldridge gave us Danny the Dolphin, 
Ellen the Octopus, Willie the Whale, Lenny the Lobster, my favorite, and Susie Starfish, to name a few characters through five of her incredible books. A child's self-esteem has always been important to her, and some of her stories reflect this as well as teach these powerful and impacting lessons. She currently, along with her husband, volunteers for the National Park Service and spends time volunteering in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, where I've hiked with them. Listen, they maintain trails and are special projects pioneers in the park. The riveting Mrs. Sandra Aldridge. Thank you, Sandra, for being on the show. Well, thank you very much, John, and happy early birthday. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Yes, tomorrow is my birthday. You can send in gifts, checks, uh, CDs, cars, anything you want. Okay. Listen, and rounding off the panel, my next guest was born the middle child of five to the Honorable Judge and Mrs. William C. Randall in Macon, Georgia. She's happily married to a husband of 12 years, and they reside in McDonough, Georgia, where they are raising their 11-year-old son. She wrote her first book when she was was an eight-year-old third grader, and she's been pinning greatness ever since. A retire, as a retired social worker, she did not pursue writing professionally until many years later. She self-published her first urban Christian no- novel, Secrets of Love and Redemption, in 2011. She signed with Anointed Inspiration Publishing, and her, no- her novel, Forsaking All Others, debuted at number one in Christian fiction and inspirational fiction categories in 2015. She writes in two other literary or three other literary categories in romance for other publishers under two different pen names. She's a two-time national best-selling author and full-time editor. My goodness. She mentors over a dozen up-and-coming authors in her spare time. Additionally, she is a singer, songwriter, praise and worship leader, as well as an amazing cook. Yes, she is. When she isn't writing, editing, or singing, she enjoys baking, shopping, traveling, and spending time with her family and friends. The all-encompassing Mrs. Allison Randall Barawa. Barawa. How you doing, Jeff? Right. Thanks for inviting me. Thanks for inviting right. me to be here tonight. It's a pleasure. Uh, see, we have, some, we have some wonderful guests here tonight. Come on, let's hear it for our panel uh, here tonight. Ooh, see, everybody's excited about y'all being here. Let let it be known. All right, authors, you tonight are in you are in the lion's den. So let let me let my lion do his thing. Uh-huh. All right, don't be afraid. <laughs> Listen, I want to hey right right out right out the gate. I want to know what lit your fire to become a writer and begin to have your books published. And that, that last part is so important because many people write, but not all publish their writings. I'm going to start with you, uh, Allison. Where, uh, you, you, you start first. Well, um, I knew that I had the gift of writing at a very early age um, and had every intention of going to uh, college and major in creative writing, uh, English. But when I saw the syllabus, I was kind of lazy, y'all. So when I saw the syllabus for creative <laughs> writing uh, at Florida A&M University, Yes, I'm a rattler. Um, I was like, you know, that's just too much discipline writing for me. So I got lazy and I switched over to history. But that writing, uh, that gift of writing was always there. So I would do it, uh, I would pursue it in other outlets through uh, like church, uh, speech writing, uh, skits. They all ca- always called on me to write original Easter and Christmas speeches for the children, whatever. I, just any okay. way I could express my writing. Uh, but until I retired from uh, my job as a social worker 14 years um, and after, mm-hmm. after teaching, I decided to give it a fair shot because I knew I could succeed. But what really lit my fire was I knew I had the gift and I felt like it was a waste to just sit on it, especially in retirement uh, years. Sandra? Hello? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I, was, I was so enthralled. In her, in her story. Well, I started telling bedtime stories to my children when they were really mm-hmm. small. I wrote them down, and one day I read, I read one to my classroom my, of my second graders, and then a teacher was okay. listening, and I didn't realize that. And she asked if she could read it for her class, and then it got passed on to each teacher around. Then a parent heard it and said, so tell me, is it published? Can I buy a copy? So I said, no, mm-hmm. I just did it for me. And then years later, I found about, out about this one publishing company, and that's how I met John. Thank you, John, and mm-hmm. his lovely mm-hmm. wife, Lisa. So, yeah, it was oh, just awesome. more about 
my kids. Okay. And I just said, well, okay. I never thought I would be an author, so there I am. Yeah, we'll start. Uh, Shannon Burton, what about you? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of like Allison in that I started um, at a very young age. You know, mm-hmm. I, and I recognized I had a, a writing gift. Unfortunately, I used my powers for, for evil instead of good. <laughs> I probably remember, um, you know, what, what kind of kicked it off just to let me know I had a knack for it was I stole some uh-huh. Hello Kitty stuff from Tiggly Wiggly, and my mama found them, and I gave an elaborate excuse for how they ended up in my pocket, and I told my brother stole them, and I convinced him that he'd stolen them. And, you know, so I realized then, okay, so I have a net for mine. And, you know, so, and I think what really set it off and what really made my mother kind of, you know, see that I had a gift in it, I had this little squirrel family that I would write about. And whenever she upset me, I would do something tragic to the child squirrel. Like the, the child squirrel would get eaten by a bear or somebody on punishment. So I would you know, uh-huh. show her my death squirrel stories so she could feel bad about punishing me. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> so through that, she kind of could see that I had, you know, that I had a flair for writing and it just went from there. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, creative, creative. Those are some amazing. Those are some amazing origins. Well, I got you. Listen, my 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 first book, Only the Eagle, was it was a youth and teen book, and uh and you know I was published and it was acclaimed among my peers and throughout my school system. So you know I was excited, but it didn't really hit me to uh, this lady named Tina who was one of our, uh, our production managers at my publisher, she said, uh, you're a celebrated author. Now it's time for you to put out your second book. You're not going to be a one-hit wonder. And that's when my, my hubris moment came, and I was like, okay, I'm a great and powerful author, and thousands are going to gravel yeah. at my feet, you know. But I fell mm-hmm. out of the earth quickly, you know. So, but, <laughs> you know, but anyway, my question is, uh, what was that aha moment when you realized, okay, I'm an author? Uh, let's start with you, uh, Sandra. Okay, well, that moment was when libraries wanted my books in their libraries at the schools. And then being asked to read them in classrooms, it really gave me the confidence. I mean, I always wanted, you know, like I said, I guess, wow, I can really do this. And then when I wrote my sixth book, Stuart Squirrel Learns a Lesson, that started out just as a five-minute lesson on a leave-no-trace training that popped into my head. And the people in the class said, well, continue reading it but there wasn't any more to that little blurb. So I actually went home, and the rest of the story came to me. And I found a new publisher with Celtic Cats Publishing, and I'm now waiting for it to come out. All right. So yeah, it, it's when you make that difference with kids. Yeah, okay. That's, that's tremendous. The, li- what, the libraries in – where were you at the time, North Carolina? I was in North Carolina. and But I will mm-hmm. say, meeting John and Lisa at – uh, one of our conventions and listening to him speak and thank you for motivating because you were wonderful and I think God bless mm-hmm. you bless mm-hmm. us with you so thank you oh you are so welcome I think that's what helped me my speaking ability what about you uh, uh, Shana when did you realize that you was a, a great and powerful goddess of an author you know? oh God <laughs> uh, <I don't. laughs> but no but seriously when when it really crystallized for me was uh, right before Suddenly Single came out, which is my first book. And I just happened okay. to Google myself and to see how many places the book was already, you know, posted. Even like places like um, MTV had the book mm-hmm. and see it on Amazon. And, you know, just to actually see the book itself and, and being able to yeah. – Tell people this is where you can go to find my book, and just to see how many mm-hmm. it pulled up if you Google my name, and that was you know that's mm-hmm. before the book came out, and then once it came out, for it to be on a bestsellers list just from the gate, that you know made it made oh, wow. it real for me. 
Yeah. Hey, man, that's that's wonderful. It's amazing when your idea, the concept or the idea comes to manifest into the uh, physicality. You know, it's tremendous. Listen, we're we're Mm -hmm. going to pause right here for a minute for a a break uh, so that my uh, sponsors can come on. Well, my sponsors, which I'm going to be getting soon, but right now we want some station identification. So we'll be right back. Hello, my name is Minister Lloyd Bell, Jr., CEO of We Inspire Network Radio. God bless you, and I am Minister Annie Bell, the COO of We Inspire Network Radio. We had you, our listeners, in mind when we created We Inspire Network Radio, or as we like to call it, Win Radio. We incorporated your thoughts and opinions to ensure that our programming will embody true inspiration. And we will continue to bring relevant and heartfelt shows that cater to the needs and wants of our growing listener base. Please, subscribe to our network so that you can stay connected. Join us here every week where together, through God, we win. And we are back. Listen, I'm Apostle John L. Solomon, and this, and you're tuned into Strengths from the Lion's Den. We're sponsored by We Inspire Network Radio. Listen, uh, we're we're uh, partnered with some good people. We have a good team, and they just want you to win. I want to thank everyone who's tuned in tonight. Thank you for being here with us. We have a, a, a great panel of guests here tonight. We have uh, Miss Shanna Burton, Mrs. Sandra Aldrich, and Mrs. Allison Randall Barawa. Barawa. All right. <laughs> Listen, okay. what we what we left off we left off we were talking about what inspired you to be uh a writer, what lit your fire to want to write, what hit that passion. Uh Allison, we left off with you. I think we were talking about um when did we know that we were an author, like when we thought mm-hmm. we had we mm-hmm. certainly um I think mine <laughs> um it's kinda like Shana's um but it came in like a, a two-phase type thing. Um, but my first book was self-published because um, I just right. thought that was the first that was the first step, you know, before somebody would take me seriously. So um, mm-hmm. I think it was when I saw how well a self-published book did um, on okay. Amazon and other um, online venues, I was really shocked. But then mm-hmm. when I um, my other book um, was about to, when I was when I was pitching my other book to publishers, I had so many offers and I really had to sit down and figure out who, you know, I would sign mm-hmm. with. That was just a, a good feeling mm-hmm. to be wanted, you know. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was a really good feeling. Um, and then thirdly, it came when um, my first Christian romance book was number one in its category on Amazon. And here I am, a little nappy mm-hmm. black chick from um, Macon, Georgia, you know, a little bit of time I make it. And I was number one, and I held it for a minute. And mm-hmm. I respect so many uh, Christian authors, inspirational authors, fiction authors. And there I was sitting on top for, you know, for like three or four days. To me, that was that was good. And then when I started oh having, uh, receiving authors oh, to um, invitations to say, um, mm-hmm. you know, I want, we read your book, we want you to come. And then uh-huh. the, the, I think the last one was when um, I hit number one again in a totally okay. different category under a totally oh. different name, and I held it for okay. like three weeks, and that was just like wow. Mm-hmm. So you 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 like a crossover author, you know? Okay. Yeah, I'm a novelist. <laughs> I'm an equal opportunity a author. I told my pastor I write uh, a little bit for the saints and a little bit some for the ain't. I don't discriminate. I you know, but I write three <laughs> different other. Right. Three, I'm, I'm three different people in one, and I write mm-hmm. three different types of books under three different names. Okay. <laughs> Listen, uh, you know, yeah, you know, Mount, Mount Rushmore, the presidents Washington, Jefferson, Lincoln, and Theodore. Now, in the field of authors, what would you, what would be your uh, Mount Rushmore of authors, uh, and why, Sandra? Well, I guess because of my love for children's books, one of them was Mercer Mayer, because of how he showed what a family dynamics could be and the re- that you need people in your life mm-hmm. to guide you. And some of my friends didn't have that. And as a child, you know, to just give them that, yes, there is somebody out there for you. You're not alone, mm-hmm. whether it be in your church or it was something. And that's what Mercer Mayer did. And then, of course, Dr. Mm-hmm. Seuss, because 
you know, when he, <laughs> he, made, he brought smiles. And then the adult, right. my favorite is Debbie McCumber, again, because her, her, veil, her family values and her, the traditions. So, yeah, so, okay. and when Christmas time comes around, you always, I always look forward to that because, yeah. you know, it's, it's that time. It's the meaning. Yeah, that's seasonal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, well, Allison? Yeah, so that's why. <laughs> okay. What about you, Allison? Um, let's see. Well, I forgot the question. What was the question? I'm sorry. Uh, what, what, what's, what's your Mount Rushmore of authors? Oh, you know, my, Mount, presidents my Mount Rushmore uh-huh. of authors would uh, be... Uh, I like a little bit of everything, so but uh, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of African American history. Um, so I would mm-hmm. say uh, John Hope Franklin. Um, he wrote, um, you know, from Reconstruction to Civil War, from Slavery to mm-hmm. Freedom, and I studied him in, um, in in college. So um, and I think there's four people on Mount Rushmore. Oh, Eric Jerome Dick, that's my boy. He's like okay. my brother in my head. He just doesn't know it. He put in my head, you know, he uh sugar in my coffee. I mean uh cream in my coffee and um blackbirds, you know, Genevieve. Then mm-hmm. I would say Brenda Jackson. I think she's the queen of African American romance. She does the Madaris series and the Westmoreland series. And then finally to round that off, um I'm gonna say Victoria Christopher Murray. Uh she's the queen of um uh, Christian fiction. She was like the first. She was like the pioneer, and then everybody hopped on board. But she is a very personal personal person. She's a mentor to me, and um, okay. I, I think that would round off right. my forehead. Right. All right. What about you, uh, Shana? Um, well, you know, I'm an English teacher by trade, so mm-hmm. I really love sort of the, uh, you know, more classical authors. So for me, mm-hmm. it was the um, Richard Wright, okay. off the strength of Native Son alone. To me, that book that's one of my two um, favorite books ever. You know, and it just it just speaks mm-hmm. so much to the Black experience. I love that book. Um, Zora Neale Hurston, and you know mm-hmm. her book, Their Eyes Are Watching God, is my second mm-hmm. book of all time. Just the way she developed the characters and. The, the the diction I just you know just love her to death, um, Toni Morrison, and I know for a lot mm-hmm. of people she could be hitting this, but mm. I really like the way she tells stories and um, a book that I've always loved is um, the Bluest Eye, mainly because the, and she writes about very flawed people, okay. but you get to. A, and why they're flawed, which is big with me. Right. All of my kids are crazy. Yeah. But I, girl, mm-hmm. they so mad. Mm-hmm. But I do at least, you know, <laughs> right. try to write in such a way to where the reader understands. So you might not agree, right, you. but, you know, you at least understand why that character behaves that way. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I'm a big fan of, of Alice Walker as well, mm-hmm. just the way she writes about ordinary okay. people. And their struggles. Uh-huh. And I'm going to build a little yes. sand castle. I'm going to take one of one of Allison's and, and build a little bit of sand castle next to my mount of Victoria. <laughs> you're going to add, add a, a little bit. As a Christian fiction author myself, she definitely changed the game and she opened did. the door for us. Plus, she's my, my publisher now on Brown Girl. So mm-hmm. I, I want to give that shout out as well. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I, those some awesome authors. I can go and look, look, look those guys up. Well, some of them I already know, but others I can look up. Listen, but tonight, guess what? Guess who's on the uh, uh, Mount Rushmore tonight? Who's that? If you said, uh, oh. if you said, if you said, Allison Randall Berowa, Shana Burton, and Sandra Aldrich, along with John Solomon, guess what? You get to Google mm-hmm. our names and purchase one of our over thirty books on this panel tonight. What a gift! Oh wow. <laughs> Listen, awesome. let me go. Let, let me go on. Hey, with a diverse scout, uh, with a diverse activities, a lot of things going on around you. Uh, what, what inspires you to keep writing, and who motivates and encourages you when it comes to your uh, writing? I'm sorry, to Allison. Um, oh, that's a good one. Um, I particularly um write number one because I love it. But my greatest source mm-hmm. of inspiration that keeps me going and sometimes when I don't even feel like it 
Uh, it's my son. I um I dedicate every book that I write to my son, regardless of who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, who which which writer I am for that day, um, and for that particular book. But he is my motivation. Um, and of course, my parents are very supportive, as well as my husband Solomon. Um, mm-hmm. and I write mainly because um, it's an outlet. I feel like I write mm-hmm. things that are relevant, and I feel like that, that people okay. need to hear it. And a lot of times, if you just you know, preach or, or or write directly, or maybe in a non in a nonfiction mm-hmm. type way. Some people won't grasp the message they really need to hear. And fiction is that mm-hmm. that 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 express way to the mind. And um, okay. I think, and I like to um, hear from fans who email me. I always make mm-hmm. sure that my email address, uh, whoever I am writing mm-hmm. as, uh, is available. And I love to hear the feedback, whether it's good or bad. And it's mostly good, I will say, and that motivates okay. me even the more. All right. Uh, what about you, Sandra? Well, with me, having children learn about bullying really sort of inspired me to keep doing it. Um, I know I was I was a victim of that as a kid, and to me, my mm-hmm. just having a great great self esteem as well as a positive self attitude concept was important. And I think that's why I mm-hmm. wrote Danny Dalton because of that. You know, just because. You might not have, you know, he was a dolphin born without fins, but yet he could do anything. Right. His parents said, you could do anything you want. And just being physically, yes. uh, physically handicapable person. And then you could do anything, being small, which is what my, mm-hmm. was, that's what I was teased about as a child. And mm-hmm. you can do it just because you're small, you can do things that maybe somebody else can't do. You can get into mm-hmm. smaller areas where a bigger person can't. Inspiring, I would say, my mom, because she would hear me okay. read my stories to my classroom, because she was my helper, and she said, you have to one day get this done. Look what you can give. Look what you can do mm. with children. Look how much. So that's why. That's what it was. It just mm-hmm. boiled down in my husband, of course. And I love mm-hmm. see, I dedicate all my books to my um, to my mom, So and now my oh, dad. Man. So, yeah. Wow, that's tremendous, tremendous. So it's important. So I love hearing saying? the other authors. Uh-huh. Okay. Hey, that's good. Shannon? Okay, and, you know, I want to start by saying those were all such beautiful answers that were given before me. So, um, <laughs> a disclaimer. Spirit, I, I got to put out that disclaimer because in that spirit, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you my my politically correct answer. I'm going to give you my you, 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 can, okay. you can be real, too, down <laughs> <laughs> All right, so politically correct answer is uh, what inspires me is, you know, definitely the feedback I get from readers who say how much mm-hmm. my book means to them, how they can relate to it, how, you know, my book may have gotten them through a difficult time. So that's definitely an inspiration um, just good writing. I read all the time, and even when I have writer's block, if I read – it can just be a page from someone else that mm-hmm. those juices mm-hmm. really start flowing. Mm-hmm. I think any writer, oh, exactly, those characters live in your head. So you can only mm-hmm. go before they just drive crazy and you say, okay, let me just write. But, you know, otherwise mm-hmm. you end up schizophrenic. So you, so that's part of it. That's, that's, that part is, is true. But the real part um, one, I have grown woman deals done, so I'm okay. all about <laughs> uh, my income sources. And second, uh, I have been given very limited skills, and I I can teach a little bit, but I, uh-huh. I can't really cook. I don't have <laughs> so I have to work with my strength. God did the same as you know other things, but I did give you this gift to write, so I have to do okay. what I know. So my <laughs> answer is I have grown woman deals, and this is uh-huh. one of the few things I do um, very well. <laughs> All right, you play Got to that. your strength. Absolutely. Wow, that was great. Listen, we're going we're gonna to pause for a moment and uh, take a station identification break. Listen, I'm trying to get some sponsors out here, so uh, if you're interested, listen up, and we'll be right back after these words. Hello, my name is 
Minister Roy Bell Jr., CEO of We Inspire Network Radio. God bless you, and I am Minister Annie Bell, the COO of We Inspire Network Radio. We had you, our listeners, in mind when we created We Inspire Network Radio, or as we like to call it, Win Radio. We incorporated your thoughts and opinions to ensure that our programming will embody true inspiration. And we will continue to bring relevant and heartfelt shows that cater to the needs and wants of our growing listener base. Please, subscribe to our network so that you can stay connected. Join us here every week where together, through God, we win. All right. Back, I'm Apostle John L. Follow me. You're tuned in to Strength from the Lions Den. We're powered by We Inspire Network Radio. And I'm partnering with a good team of people at We Inspire Network Radio that want us to just win. I want to thank you, my listeners, for tuning in tonight. We're having a great time in the studio. I have with me tonight Miss Shana Burton, uh, Mrs. Sandra Aldrich, and Mrs. Allison Randall Barawa. Did I do it right, Allison? Yeah, you got it right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen, um, it, well, that the the last part was real good. This is what I want to know now. I want to tap deeper into the the author, the artist. Uh, from what place does your writing come from? Is it real life experience, Woo. <laughs> vivid imagination, mm-hmm. or, or or total inspiration? Uh, let's start with uh, let's start with you uh, first, uh, Miss Burton. Um, well, you know, anybody who follows me on social media, you know, I post about my real life foolishness all the time. So anybody who, who follows me on social media knows that I have um, just some kind of adventure every day. So I really don't mm-hmm. have to struggle too hard to come up with okay. creative scenarios to write about. So a lot of times mm-hmm. what I have written does come straight out of my life or someone else someone else that I'm close to their lives. Um, my friends have gotten to where they have to give me a disclaimer. Like I said, I'm gonna tell you this, but don't put this in a book because they know I'm and make some money off of it. But so but a lot of it does come from real life, but I will usually only take a piece of it, a piece of something that's happened, and then I will create a whole other story around that, you know, a lot of times just to protect the guilty. But um, so it's, it's really a combination. <laughs> but it's very, I don't think I've ever written a book that has been just straight up totally fiction. But for the most part, I'm mm-hmm. inspired other people. So okay. somebody has told okay. something something that happened, and I'm like, oh, I can make this a book, and I just kind of go from there. All right. Well, what about you? What about you, Sandra? Well, first, I have to tell you, listening to these two other fantastic authors, I'm being inspired by listening to them. So I can start writing in a different way now. I have to say, really, <laughs> everything—the real life, the imagination—because I mm-hmm. definitely have an imagination, and that's. Honestly, that's what I go on. I, I pull from watching my students. I pull from my own family. And you have that's important. Just, and mm-hmm. honestly, listening to other people and listening to other authors. So, yeah, and no, you can learn a lot from Facebook. <laughs> I want to thank my two, my two other panelists. For thank you, because you've inspired me. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. No, I mean that. I mean that. That's humbling. That's humbling. I really do. Wow. What what about you, Allison? It's a mixture, to tell the truth. Um, A lot of it is life experiences (laughs) Mm -hmm. or the experiences of others, imagination, and, you know, mixed in with a lot of creativity. But my sisters will, you know, like we have a lot of little sayings that we drop on each other, you know, very mm-hmm. comical, and uh, or things that we've done in the past or whatever. And my sisters will say, you know what? Why did you put that? And you know that's me. Well, you know, nobody else knows it's you. It's just you and me. You know, the family knows it's <laughs> you. Or something that may have been right. said. or something. And, and my sister laughs. My oldest sister laughs all the time. She say, you know, you shouldn't have put that in there. They might know it's me. No, they don't know it's you. <laughs> I covered it up real well. So it's a mixture. Life experiences, 
things I uh, know about other people or just things that um, I know that have happened in other people's lives. And I just bought it all up and mix it in real good, and the recipe comes out pretty good. Okay, that's pretty good. Listen, now, you know that 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 y'all just that little piece there just inspired me. I want I want to sneak this in so I can leak some secrets. Um, uh, what, what's your, what's your writing? What's what's your writing process? That, that's what I'm interested in. Do you develop a storyline around a particular character? Uh, does Hollywood call you up and say, you know, here's your advance, go start writing the next notebook? Or uh, uh, does lightning just hit your fingers and you start writing? I'm gonna start with you, Sandra. Wow. I, wow, um, that's heavy. I guess what really, I, if I find something, like, okay, I can, mm-hmm. here's an experience. In my classroom, certain kids, they just mm-hmm. thought, wow, I just, having a bad day, I don't like who I am. And it just said, whoa, you know what? Think of something that mm-hmm. makes you happy. What can you write about? So really by helping them learn how to express themselves, it helped me. I mean, it's, okay. you know, can you? So, that's, that's pretty good. So I like we, that. Go ahead, I mean, that's pretty much, you know, and mm-hmm. I didn't expect that question. No, 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 that's fine. That That's that's what I wanted to see, just to, uh, the support from your everyday surroundings and, and experiences. Yeah, it's everything about, that you see. Mm-hmm. That's what it mm-hmm. is. You know, you can learn. You can learn by just watching somebody. Yeah, that's the that's the pathway of an author. I like that. What about you, uh, Allison? You know, what was your writing um, process? My process is so different for each book. Sometimes I see similarities, but for the most part, um, like when I wrote Judge Me Not, and that was a Honey book. That's one of my pseudonyms, Honey. When I wrote the Judge Me Not series, the lead character, I, I promise you, literally woke me up one night. And her first line was, <laughs> I, I, won't, I won't say it on here because it's a little raunchy, but that's how the book began. And if she kept talking, I'm in the bed. I'm like, but this, whoever this chick is, I wish she'd shut up. But she told me her name, so I cut up. My husband said, you hear characters, don't you? Yes. And when I say that, I hope you don't think I'm crazy. Shana, you can relate. No, no, no. I can relate. I can't stand them sometimes. Yes. And then another book, um, the plot may come first. So maybe sometimes it's character-driven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's plot mm-hmm. driven, and it might be scenario driven, but it, it, it's a, it depends on who's writing. Um, but for the most, and then sometimes the title doesn't come until after the the manuscript is finished. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the title oh, comes wow. first, so it could be title driven, mm-hmm. plot driven. Yeah. It could be mm-hmm. character driven or scenario driven. So it's it's different. I I, I can't say that any two experience out of my eleven books have been alike. I can't say that, but mm-hmm. you, you know, it's so powerful. Which is is uh, say it again, Sandra. I said that's what makes us wanting to write, and that's what makes the author so many different. The differences, right? I agree. You know, it, it was so powerful what you said about the character coming speak to you because I, I'm I'm like that. I'm I'm you know I know I'm the host, but I'm talking to authors as an author. But the poems right. sometimes poems poems will come and start speaking to me. So it's like I'm not writing the poem; the poem is writing me. So, you know, mm-hmm. I can I hear the poem talking to me. So uh, what what about you, Shana? What's your uh, writing process? Um, I'm a lot like Allison in that different things would trigger it. Like my very first book, Suddenly Single, I was just upstairs cleaning up, and it was a Ebony magazine open, and on the page it was something like, uh, what to do when you suddenly single something, but the type the word mm-hmm. suddenly single was in like this big old red ribbon type letter, and my eyes just immediately fell onto that, and it was like within no second the storyline started forming in my mm-hmm. head, and it was instant. And it's mm-hmm. like my first book, my second book, uh, First Comes Love, that was just a conversation I was having with a guy friend of mine and we're very close friends and he just kind of jokingly said you know what we, we probably should have gotten married because we're best friends we would have approached it like a business oh. you know, a business situation so all those feelings wouldn't have got in the way and he you know even though he was joking with it but that got the wheels turning for you know what would happen if you married your best friend people say you should do that but you know mm-hmm. is, should you really do that and um hmm. With suddenly single, I was on a deadline, and not suddenly single, flaws and all, I was on a deadline, mm-hmm. and I lied to my 
publisher. Like, yeah, I got this. I got that book ready. <laughs> so, and I had probably two or three weeks to get it ready. And I was wow. at 99 started on the book, but I had five different books that I had, like, started on and never finished. Mm-hmm. So I okay. said, you know what? I'm going to be friends, and I'm going to combine these books. And, <laughs> and that ended up being, like, my bestseller. And, and that kicked wow. it up. That that flaw series that was never supposed yeah, to that be. That was a good series, Man. much less a book, you know, a mm-hmm. book. So that, so that, so that was easy because from that first book, I just kept using uh-huh. those same characters. So those the, the subsequent books wrote themselves and um, to an extent, but it's usually just mm-hmm. random things. Happened even with um cat chasing. A guy was telling me. I was gonna ask you about cat chasing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was in my mind saying, I want to ask her how she got it. Came up with cat chasing. Exactly. He was like, okay, I'm gonna be your dating coach, and he was giving me all these sort of guy secrets and things guys do, mm-hmm. and how they will basketball team with women and all this, and the thirty day plan. <laughs> Oh, this is some foolishness. But so I thought that he would make a great book character. So that book well, came up from that conversation. So it's it you know, I'm inspired. Well, I'm gonna tell you, Cat Chasing, it, it, it's amazing how uh, Jamal would uh, distinguish the women and how he would weed them out. That was uh, some sensational writing. But uh, I'll get into that in a little in a little bit. Listen, before I break uh, in the next few minutes, briefly, I, I want to know. And we'll pick it up after the break if we have to. But how important is the business side of being an author, or should those who inspire just focus on their uh, uh, writing? I'm gonna start with you, uh, Allison. You know that's a, a very um, that's a misconception. That a lot of all people who who I've who I've spoken with who want who want, who aspire to be authors, they think mm-hmm. that all they have to do is write the book. The devil is a lie. Mm-hmm. You. Have to market your behind off, and I think I'm the queen of marketing. People laugh at me. They say, Allison, you go hard. I do go hard because I want to see certain Mm -hmm. results. So I do. I'm I'm the queen of marketing. Mm -hmm. I use social uh, media outlets. I don't mind investing in myself. I've never released a book without um, uh, producing uh, a book trailer. Uh, I always Mm -hmm. hire, you know, uh, somebody to produce a book trailer. Because I want to be a little different because I see a lot of people post mm-hmm. their book covers with their um, mm-hmm. excerpts. You know, that's good. That's fine. But for me, mm-hmm. I have a reputation of using book trailers, book videos or whatever. Okay. And uh, okay. but marketing is important. <laughs> Nobody can sell you better than yourself. Okay. Okay. What about so you, Sam? If you're waiting on your, if you're waiting oh, on your oh, publisher oh, to do oh, it or your homegirls or somebody, it's not going to work. <laughs> Nobody can sell your book or your product or your services better than mm-hmm, you can. Mm-hmm. So yes, it's very important for us to be on the business side. And not and not just you know, and not just get caught up in the fact that you're just writing as opposed Mm-mm. to you better get your butt out there and uh and hustle that book. You better slang it like you slang it um some, you know, like you said in T shirts <laughs> on the on the corner. Uh, sell your book. Uh, good good analogy. What about you, Shane? How how important uh, is yeah, the business side? Agree with everything Allison just said. If you don't hustle, nobody's gonna read. I don't care how great it is; it's just gonna be you and your mama discussing that book. Because <laughs> when you think about how many people you are competing with, is you one yes. you're already mm-hmm. competing with a thousand other authors, but then you're also Absolutely. competing with every other form of entertainment. And it's so much easier for somebody to go watch a movie or turn on the TV than it is to sit down and read a book. So when you think about how stiff that competition is, you have to hustle, and you really have to hustle every day. Um, Like I said, my first book was on the bestsellers list, but that didn't just happen. That was because I Mm -hmm. straight hustled every day. I worked Mm -hmm. and uh, I was teaching, and with the minutes I wasn't teaching, whether it was during lunch or time I was supposed to be teaching, I was Mm -hmm. hustling that book. (laughs) And I was, you know, every weekend I'm somewhere – doing a book sign or, or doing somebody's radio show. So it is it mm-hmm. is definitely a hustle. The easiest thing wow. you can do is the book. It is just that's, that's the easy part. <laughs> business, but it's still a business. It's very much exactly. a Wow. Hey, let, let me break right quick. And, Sandra, we want to come back, and you're going to tell us about your marketing mix, okay? So everybody just stay tuned, and we'll be right back after this brief break. Hello, my name is 
Minister Lloyd Bell Jr., CEO of We Inspire Network Radio. God bless you, and I am Minister Annie Bell, the COO of We Inspire Network Radio. We had you, our listeners, in mind when we created We Inspire Network Radio, or as we like to call it, Win Radio. We incorporated your thoughts and opinions to ensure that our programming will embody true inspiration. And we will continue to bring relevant and heartfelt shows that cater to the needs and wants of our growing listener base. Please, subscribe to our network so that you can stay connected. Join us here every week where together, through God, we win. Yes, we win. I'm Apostle John L. Solomon. You're tuned in to Strength from the Lion's Den. We're powered by We Inspire Radio. Listen, tonight my guests are Mrs. Miss Shana Burton, Mrs. Sandra Aldridge, and Mrs. Allison Randall-Barrowa. Listen, we're talking about the pathway of an author. When we left off, we were talking about uh, the uh, business side. Is the business side important of being an author, or should you just uh, focus on your writing? Sandra, what's your take on that? Oh, gosh, I agree. Just writing a story, it's fantastic. Getting it published, great. But who's going to read it? How are you going to get them there? I'm like, yeah, I'm not bashful when it comes to that. My husband handles the business side as far as the financing, you know, when books are sold. But I went up to a magazine um, publisher when I lived in North Carolina. I said, well, I'm an author. I want to be in your magazine. And they started hearing from other people. They said, oh, my gosh. Well, let's do it. I I went up to another a newspaper in over here in Tennessee, and I said, "Look, I'm having a book. It's coming out. Do you do, you know, interviews with local authors?" Yes, I do. I said, "Okay, here I am. Did it to our local news station." So yeah, you have to go out and do it. And marketing any way you can. Facebook has pages. Create, you know, Facebook pages. Mm-hmm. Create author pages mm-hmm. if you want to do it. It's out there. You That's have right. to do it. Oh, yeah, you, you, you have to go. To you. you have to go. Well, that, that's that's one of the ways I, I met Sandra when I was on the, uh, you know, at the convention. I I was uh, I started talking to the publisher. I was like, look, we we need to uh, we need a speaker. We need somebody to talk to the authors. And it was like, well, why not you? I was like, okay, let's do it. Listen, uh-huh. um, we're, we're, we're in, our, in our last phase. I think y'all for being on tonight. This this has been great. I think I'm gonna do a little writing tonight. But listen, I just want to. Um, Share some things with you before my next question. Listen, as uh, celebrated authors, you you all three have God-given talent to write, and I, I know this, and I know it personally because I've read uh, Cat Chasing. It's it's surgically methodical. It's cerebral, it, it, and it takes you inside every <laughs> oh, character. Wow. I'm telling you. And, yeah. and I've al- yeah, and I've also I've also read Deranged Love. Now it is intense, it's emotional, it vividly pulls you into the drama, and you have you saying, "What if this was me?" Now, yes. and Allison, and listen, I've, I, I, I've thank you, baby. Sure did. I, I also wow. read Lenny the Lobster. I read Lenny the Lobster saves the day. It's genuine and it's reminiscent. It, it virtually takes you to the adult. The, it takes the adult back to the playground, you know, and uh, it, it just interjects into any child that attitude that I can do it. I can do it. I'm not. You all have some really incredible books, and I know these are God-given gifts. As I was reading, I said, "Wow!" But what, what I what I what I want to notice, um, how 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 would you say your gift affects people, and from what you heard, what are some of the things that you seek to give to your readers in your work? I'm going to start with you, uh, Sandra. Okay, to have a child come up to me and say, I changed her life about how she feels about herself, for me that pretty much says it all for me. And then to have a ranger from another national park, other than the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, tell me that she wants Stuart Squirrel, learns a lesson in her bookstore, that was icing on a cake. To have, yeah, and I do, I do thank God, to have um, a very famous wildlife ranger and author of three books, award-winning, say, I want to do your foreword. Wow. That's that's something, wow, it affected people. But the kids, Uh definitely. I I changed a child's life about how she felt about Uh herself. She said, it's okay that I'm small. 
it's okay that I'm little. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Incredible. Amazing. Uh yes. What what about you, uh uh Shana? Um a, a lot of what um Sandra just said as far as being okay with who you are, that is something that I do. Um, even though I you know, I write Christian fiction, but I definitely write for the struggle Christian who does mm-hmm, not make mm-hmm. part <laughs> but listen, I remember doing an interview, it was a panel interview and I was with another um well, she's pretty well known Christian mm-hmm. fiction author. She was talking about how she, you know, feels she has to take a stand for the kingdom and how she's mm-hmm. done that in her life. Now she waited till she was married, or she had sex and all of that. And you know, I had, and I was thinking, you know, I don't know anybody over the age of twenty who's a virgin. And I, exactly. and my, the people I know, you know, they messed up, whether it's been in relationships or with money mm-hmm. or just bad decisions. But that you don't have to let those things define you. Nobody mm-hmm. is perfect. Oh wow! Amen. Amen. So, yes, I'm Wonderful. the main one. So I try to write for those people to say, you know, hey, we all mess up. And I try to write characters that I can relate to. I don't like to read yeah. about people I got jealous of. I mean, my house is messy. My baby dad is crazy. I need to, so I need to be able to write about those real life things so people can know, okay. you know, I'm not alone in this. And all right, get that wow. response. I'm just like this character, or my best friend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Get those type of responses from people okay. that get me going, and that mm-hmm. lets me know that I'm doing something right. That I get that type of feedback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. What about Amen. you? Allison? Well, I, I agree with Shane on that too. I can pick it back um, on that. So far as Allison around the bear water Christian writer, yeah, I don't want people. I don't want um, to sugarcoat anything mm-hmm. or you know, kind of bleach it out. You know, this Christian mm-hmm. journey is real, and things happen, struggles happen, and everybody's not going to be perfect, and you're going to slip sometimes. Mm-hmm. But restoration in my Christian fiction is basically my main uh, focus. Uh, judge me not, honey. Honey writes, you know, honey out the chain, y'all. Y'all yeah, pay for yeah, her, her testimony. But she, is, she keeps it real, oh, too, because I really like to present, um, you know, um, the African American experience, uh, inner city, um, you know, mm-hmm. the thing, the struggle, uh-huh. and um, so I have to try to keep it real on that end. And Jermaine Solomon, who writes interracial romance, um, I want uh, my 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 goal there is to show unity. Love has no color, and I want to keep it sexy and spicy, you know, which I do, you know. So I, mm-hmm. you know, writing for three different, you know, from th- three different angles. Um, Mm-hmm. Each one of them has a different message, and like I say, Jermaine mm-hmm. Solomon interracial romance, you know, love, um, difficulty mm-hmm. overcoming, Christian, okay. Allison around the bear wall, you know, that's how we do it. So, so, so it's Jermaine and Honey, those are the other two. Yes, I'm. Yeah, like I okay. say, Jermaine Solomon's an interracial yes. romance writer. Honey okay. is an urban contemporary writer with a lot of erotic content. I ain't shame. Equal opportunity, and then Allison around the bear wall. She keeps it clean, but. Mm-hmm. Not so squeaky clean that you can't enjoy it. It's drama. I, I push okay. the envelope. All right. Well, listen, we we we're close we're closing in on our final you know, we have about five, six minutes. I have a I have a guest caller who wanted to call in and actually ask you authors a question. Caller, are you on air? I am. Could you state your name please? Yes. First of all, I wanna say what an exciting and informative show. This is Lisa Solomon. Hello to my three beautiful friends, Shayna, Sandra, and Allison. <laughs> Hello, Lisa. Hello, Hello. And my Hello. question is, what type of advice would you give to an aspiring writer, someone who's longing to become an author? Wait, wait. I'm, I'm Number one, know I'm your sorry. craft. Who should go first? <laughs> wait, know your craft. A, a caller? A caller? Yes. You call her. Okay. Yeah. You did now. Now, when you do to just give you some hosting clue cues here, you know, point <laughs> out who you want to go first. <laughs> I'm just playing. Who you who you <laughs> the question first? I say know your craft, mm-hmm. um, because that's what I run into as an editor. Everybody wants to tell a story, but nobody wants to take the time to learn how to write it right. 
And yes, the talent of writing creatively is a gift from God. You still have to perfect it. You have to hone in on it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so sometimes when I'm sent something, they want my opinion, and they don't want to hear the truth. And Shana, you know about how that is. You know, nobody, oh. you don't want to hear the truth, but you want to be mm-hmm. published. Well, you rather hear from me than you put out some crap that right. the reviewers, you know, eat you alive. So know your crap. Study your craft. Mm-hmm. Learn. Read other authors. Buy yourself a book, Creative Writing for Dummies. Don't just jump out there. Learn right. how to perfect, you know, how to write your formatting, grammat- uh, uh, grammar, uh, grammar, sequencing, character developing. Learn it. Don't just get out there like that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, uh, Shane? I want to add to what um, Allison said. That is, you know, and if you want to be a writer, you should definitely respect the craft enough to to study it and and to learn how to be good at it, you know. And that that's it's often hard to have those uncomfortable conversations with people. And I'm I'm not going to call any names because you all know this person. I'm just going to call her uh, Misa Fossilman. Um, <laughs> let me read a book of hers that she started. <laughs> and Misa was about to stop being my friend. Because of the needs that you work on, and um, but people are very sensitive about their writing. But you have yes. to be mm-hmm. open to criticism, especially from right. people who have been there, who know what editors look for. Right. And you think about editors um, reject about between ninety-eight and ninety-five percent of all of the manuscripts they receive. To know Correct. how for you to be rejected, you have to present the best writing possible. So I would definitely say take class. And even, I've been writing for years, but I will mm-hmm. take a, a class in a minute. I still Me too. Read, you know, yeah, you have to, you have to stay fresh. Yeah. 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 You know, you can't get, you can't get placing in. It's 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 too mm-hmm. it's a hustle by the people. It's too many out there for you to afford to you know, get lazy and decide that you don't have to, to put forth that effort anymore. So I would say, you know, learn the craft, definitely learn the business side of it, and reach out to other authors. You know, there I wouldn't Correct. if it wasn't for other authors. I reached out to, I remember, uh, Mary Monroe. She gave me some awesome marketing tips that I use to this day. Um, Omar Tyree, I just sent him an email like, I mm-hmm. admire your book. I have a new book coming out. This this dude called me, and I was which meant so much to me because here wow. I was, and going off. Mm-hmm. He's selling movie deals, and he called me to give me some writing advice. Uh, Tina McElroy, Anza, all wow. of us, you know, okay. for making. She wow. has let me cry and and whine and complain so many times, but she's been a mm-hmm. lot for me. So just having okay. a network other writers that you can go to mentors who can lead you right. to navigating yeah. this whole system. Okay, well, uh, Sandra, let me get you in here before we uh, go off. Uh, what would you say okay. to that author? Um, they said it so well, but I will add, uh, for me, I had to consider the audience that I wanted to reach, but don't give up. And I want to say, check out the publishers. If it's going to cost you money or they ask you to pay for marketing, think twice. Because if it's a good story, they're going to want it. And the first thing I asked my new publisher was, how much money is it going to cost me for marketing? And he said, what? So I knew he was a good one. And that's the other side. That's important. I I learned a very hard lesson the first time. So that's what I'm going to say. So thank you, Lisa you know, I, 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 I thank you all so much for your time. Thank you for being here tonight with me in the strength from the Lions Den. Uh, tonight was uh, an eye-opening, refreshing to hear from these authors, uh, Miss Shana Burton, Mrs. Sandra Aldrich, and Mrs. Allison Randall Barawa. Listen, thank you all so much for coming. Listen, my, uh, my audience, thank you for listening tonight. Thank you for hanging in there with me. I hope you're ready to get out there and write, write the right way. So listen, join me next Wednesday. I'm going to have a host of comedians on, and they're going to tell you how to laugh to keep from crying. So what I want you to do tonight is keep your head up.
and understand that there is strength from the lion's den is for you. You you just believe. Don't you give up. Don't you let go. Don't you let off. But keep pumping the gas. Keep going forward because you're somebody special. Thank you for being here, here, here with me tonight. Thank you for my guest, and I'll see you all next week. Good show, ladies. Good show, ladies.